Hello, everybody. Good to be with you. So today, I just want to talk to you a bit about um, my own experience with awakening. And we're going to talk about uh, awakening from the mind, the heart, and the gut. And uh, as always, these teachings will be from my experience, uh, not anything I've heard or read or, or anything else. So my experience with awakening from mind, which some people awaken from the heart first, um, people that are um, <laughs> probably people, people that are nicer than I was. Um, and uh, it took me a long time to have a heart awakening, but I get, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So my awakening 2006, it was a full awakening. I mean, it was, woo, and uh, it incorporated a glimpse at, I'll say, at everything, and 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 then it settled into a a mind track. In other words, I saw everything as it is. It wasn't an intellectual seeing, but it didn't discount intellectual seeing either. It was. Um, it was the understanding with a capital U, yes, that occurred not to a Fred because there isn't one and not to this unit because this unit's just an empty carcass, right? It, it's Fortunately, it's animated uh, and it's an animated empty carpet carcass, so it doesn't smell. <laughs> but it's still an empty carcass. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> Neither the character nor the body can wake up, which that just leaves, you know, if, if you were to right now, if I ask you, uh, if you were going to wake up and it wasn't going to be the body that woke up and it wasn't going to be the character, the personality over there that woke up, uh, what would be left? What, what is available to actually wake up? Well, in truth, nothing. There's nothing to wake up. But when awakeness comes to see itself in a very direct fashion, then we call that awakening because it feels kind of like, it feels like awakening. Like, oh my God, I've been asleep for forever. And uh, here I find out that uh, I've been looking for a, a whiteness and I am it, right? So the awakening in 2006, I understood the truth uh, as, as best as it could be understood. Now, understand that from an arrogant viewpoint, which is what I had, I mean, I was, when I first came out of awakening, my first thought was, well, you know, nobody ever got here right? Well, Buddha didn't get here. Nobody ever got here. And um, after I thought about it for a couple of hours, <laughs> it dawned on me that that might be just a little arrogant. And so I modified that and I said, okay, Buddha, Eckhart Tolle, and me. <laughs> so now it's just among the big three instead of the big one and discounted all you know, Ramana and Nisargadatta and Jesus and all that. 
you know, you have to understand that I'm not a, at this point, at that point, I wasn't in my right mind. I was just blasted by what I had seen because I did have a storybook awakening and be grateful if you don't, because that story, the storytale aspect of that awakening, meaning the, you know, the, the, the fireworks and the angels and trumpets and stuff that, uh, that accompanied this awakening and it kept me bound to it for years in the sense that I thought that that experience of, you know, and, and that blissful knowing and oh, the feelings, I thought that was awakening and it's not, that's a spiritual experience and it was very pleasant. It just had very little to do with a spiritual awakening. The spiritual awakening was, if you will, the download that I received at that moment in 2006. And it was a giant, huge download that would you wouldn't think could be take that you wouldn't think that a transfer like that could take place. I don't, I don't know how else to put it. Um, so because it, I'm just reporting what it felt like to me. What the non-dualists will make of this, I don't know. What the non-dual philosophers will make of this, I really don't know. I'm just, I'm just. This is Fred telling Fred's experience even though there's no Fred. So I could see things the way they were. I, I instantly saw the backwards nature of awakening because the backwards nature just indicates that I had expected either this carcass to wake up or this personality to wake up and neither one did. It is exactly the opposite of that. The only thing to wake up is awakeness itself. And it doesn't need to wake up. It's already awake, but it doesn't notice that it's awakeness. And when we come into spirituality, we start hearing about awake and not awake. And we tend to think that, well, I'm awake and they're not, or they're awake and I'm not. And it's not like that at all. There is only awakeness. This is awakeness speaking with and to awakeness. There's nothing else to be spoken to. This is, you know, we, we can, we can, at least we're going to stay within the realm of relativity. We'll just call that the math of one, right? Is that one equals one, which means that there's nothing outside of oneness that can come up, that can wake up to oneness and see oneness from afar, which is what I wanted. I wanted to see oneness from afar and I wanted to see it over there. Only when you recognize that you're oneness, there's no over there, over there. There's just you. And you're always here. Never there. Because there's no there there. But there is a here here. And you are it. You are actually the very, the, the, the here-ness of here. You are every aspect of, quote, here. You are the, you are the air. You are the beings. You are the, the boards. You are um, the, the statues and the books. You are all things. You, the, 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 and hence the name oneness. <laughs> so... 
to see all of this, to see this, and I say see it, but it's not seeing, it's actually being it. You can't see it because there, there's only it. There's no one else to see it from afar. That would be, that's duality. There's only it and it comes to notice itself. And it's really, really simple. And it's really, really profound. And it's really, really easy looking backwards. But looking forwards, it's not easy. In other words, I know now it's easy. It seems ridiculous to me. I cannot believe how I stayed, began, stayed a seeker for 24 years. It just seems impossible. This thing was just so obvious. But any rate, to come to see the truth, come to see your true nature, that's awakening from in the mind to come to see things as they are and to come to see, experience your own true nature. This is the way I'm saying it. So I should, I should just interject here for just a minute and so, say that awakening from the heart, uh, from the mind, heart and gut. I first heard that phrase from Ajashanti years ago. I was an Ajashanti followers for a lot of years. He's a great teacher. And um, so when I heard that, but I didn't, I don't even remember it, what he said about it, but I do remember, I do know that I've used those points to describe things myself, myself. But I don't know if what he described is what I'm describing because, and I don't really care either. So, but that seeing, that being, that knowing that I am awakeness, and not that I'm afraid and I'm getting really clear, I am awakeness and I am clarity itself. It's quite a big difference. I am awake and I'm not awake. There's no one here to be awake, but I am awakeness and my true identity is much, and yours also, because it's just one thing going on your true identity is much closer to being a verb than a noun. And that was a real big tip off me when I woke up and I thought, God almighty. I mean, all that time I've spent, spent time with a lot of teachers, but I spent just crammed myself full of Eckhart Tolle for years because he was saying and I was not, and I'd rather listen to his brain than mine. And, um, but I wondered, I was almost angry at first, which is just, then again, arrogance and within awakeness, and it just happens, which was, why didn't he ever tell me that I was a verb? And because I, I, I had been looking for a little noun of some sort that I was, I was looking for a thing. So, and then it dawned on me how many times I'd heard Eckhart say, being, being. And I had always taught, I'd always taken that being and I'd made it into a noun. There's a being, you know, and when he talked about that there's presence, I mean, I, I just gobble this guy up in every imaginable way. And yet at the same time, I just missed the teaching. And because it, when, 
he would talk about there's notice that there's a presence in the room. My thinking went like this. Wow, God is in the room with me. Awareness, consciousness, whatever I was calling it on that particular day is, is it's in the room with me. Unbelievable. This is great. I wish I could really see it. I wish I could feel it. Wish I could hold it. Wish I could keep it. But you can't because it's a verb. Verbs are always moving. And you are that which does not move, but in this capacity within relativity, you are always moving. So, and what we do is as, as we grab hold of one place where we've got it the way we want it and we want to stay there, or we get a place where we just hate it and we don't want to just stay there for God's sake. And so we're looking for events, for happenings, for magic. We're looking for the big... Um, if you're looking for the non-dual shift, it ain't coming. It ain't coming. It may feel, you may declare you had a non-dual shift later because it'll feel like that, but that's not what's happening. There's no shift to non-duality. There's only non-duality. See, shifting into a non-dual state, there's me and a non-dual state. That ain't oneness. There is only this non-dual state which includes this and your body as well, and the microphone here and the wooden Buddha, and on and on and on. So there are so many things, when I say this mind awakening, I don't want to belittle it because there are so many things that you come to see just spontaneously. I'm walking across a parking lot and all of a sudden, wow, a big cosmic question that I didn't even know I had was answered or, a, or a, a big insight is beheld about something I was not thinking about. It just, it just occurs. And, the, and it click, 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 click. There's all this stuff clicking into place, even if there's no center for it. So I was not a good guy prior to awakening. I've made no secret of that. It's publicly available information. And when I woke up to this awakening of mind, I could see the heart stuff, but I didn't feel it. It was just like, what is this? I'm, uh, uh, what is this love is all, and um, I'm, I'm in love with everybody and everything, and all this kind of stuff. And I couldn't figure that out for the life of me, although it is my experience now. But I know it doesn't still doesn't mean I like everybody. I don't, but I love everybody because there's only one everybody, which is me. I love the one thing because the one thing is love. That's the truth of it. That's the real truth. The real oneness is love. The, the, the makeshift oneness is manifestation, right? It's a place for plays to be held and experiences are to be had. But this is not the truth unless we're talking about the relative, at which point this is quite true. 
absolute and the, and the relative do not negate each other. They don't, they're not against each other. They are the very same thing, but seen from two different aspects, I guess. The heart awakening came to me very slow. I mean, I think I was probably five years in before it ever really even started for me because I just had never thought about anything but me, right? And how things should be for me and why. And after in post awakening, I could see that that was bullshit, but I couldn't stop it. I could see that that way of thinking was, was just not correct, but I could not stop it. So that behavior was just in because it's not the conditioning that wakes up. It's awakeness that wakes up. But when awakeness really wakes up, meaning in a more full way, then what has been seen from the mind begins to incorporate in the heart. And what happens there is you begin to see, at least for me, what I began to notice was that there were strange new patterns of behavior happening over here. There were patterns of thoughtfulness. There were patterns of generosity. There were patterns of, dare I say, love. The, there was the coming to appreciate another person's position and uh, understand that just because I live the way I do, it doesn't make you wrong. And before it had to make you wrong. You had to be wrong because you weren't doing it the way I was doing it. That's not love, that's competition. I began to notice, uh, and I'm, I, I, I gotta just tell you, I'm just telling you the truth. It's, I, don't, I don't win any awards for anything but I began to notice that I began to donate money and um, that it wasn't doing, and I'm surprised, right? Because <laughs> it was a very unfred-like thing. I wasn't even comfortable with it, but I noticed it was happening and I was willing to be comfortable with it if that's the way that things were going. And that's the way that things were going and I was willing, so to speak, I did not get in the way of the inevitable, which means I was not crushed mercilessly. It, and there, the, the, I was able to maintain um, a, a good attitude and a decent life while everything continued to unfold. I noticed that my relationship with Betsy completely changed. I also noticed that it was about that time that, uh, that Betsy woke up. I mean, Betsy was born awake on some other on that born, Betsy was born with a great deal of wakefulness and I recognized that the first time I saw her that's what drew me to her well and all drew me to her it was it was, it was the, the it was the take home thing so the but she didn't have language and what and I had with with the uh, with the mental awakening with the mind awakening their language came and uh but the language was came but it wasn't effective i would talk to people and it was not effective and when in 2010 when the language began to be uh be effective when people began to wake up around me 
as far as I could see, I was not telling, I was not using any different language than I had been for the last four years. But so I would really say it's four years for the heart awakening. Uh, instead of five, I was thinking it was five, but it wasn't, it was 2010. In 2010, I also reached out. That's when I began to reach out to teachers because I realized, gee, you're just going around and around and around and you're claiming a lot of progress. So you're a hamster with great big muscles, but you're still in the cage. So I began to reach out to teachers and I felt love. And that was an interesting. You could feel the love. And I could feel the love from, I could feel love from Eckhart or from it via the Eckhart vehicle. And there were a couple of other teachers uh, that where I could just sense that. It didn't mean it actually touched me, but I could sense it. This was slow. And then slowly I began to notice that my behavior changed. That again, like if, if I would talk to somebody on the phone if I was customer service for Amazon, I no longer said, don't you know who I am, right? Now I said, I really would appreciate your help with this and thank you very much. And I would got, it actually worked a lot better than the yelling did. But the yelling, you know, it's kind of nice. It got things off my mind at the time. You have to be, you have to kind of be um, scaly until you're smoothed down, yeah? Awakeness will smooth you down. And that's what happens. If we're open to it, now, whiteness can, can wake up anybody at any time, just like it did this, and then it cannot take. In other words, we just, we, many, many people wake up and not, and very few clear. So, the heart awakening was discovering, the mind awakening was discovering what I was not which was I was not a friend, I was not this body, I was not um, uh, a bunch of things in the world, I guess, I, I don't really know, but I was not, um, I found out what I was not, that I was not a man, that I was not a character, that I was not uh, a body on a planet and all that, I found out what I was not. The heart awakening was when I found out what I was. And that really made a change, a lot of changes. Finding out what I was really put the juice back into life for me because I was at sort of an, uh, you know, coming at things from a sort of a dry way um, with the mind awakening. I, I could, I don't want to say it was intellectual, it's far more than that, but it was a, but the approach was came from that direction. It was very dry, like, oh, I see, uh, I am, I am nothing. And why? And who gives a damn about relativity, since I am not the relative thing? And 
what you find out is if you get in that desert of awakening where you've discovered who you are not, but you don't yet know who you are, is you'll notice that that's accompanied by suffering. It's just from a little higher level, that's all, but it's still suffering. And it will suffer until either you fall completely backwards or you are able to be pulled forward. And you'll be pulled forward much easier if you're willing to crawl yourself. And I was willing to crawl because I was willing to do anything to not go back to be in the way that things were before. I couldn't go back. I mean, I knew that I was subject to go back, that I could go back, that, I would, that there was nothing permanent about an awakening because there was nothing here to have a permanent awakening. But with the heart and the discovery of what I was, now that put all the juice because now suddenly I began to become a worshiper of Maya. I began to fall in love with manifestation. And yes, I had seen what I, I had seen the truth of things. And the truth is marvelous. And you get definitely want to get the way you can see it. But once you see it, you're going to find out there's not a lot to talk about. It really isn't. So what we're here to what we're talking about here really is how to wake up um, and clear up and and within uh, I could have turned off my phone earlier. Let me do so now because I'm an idiot and did not do it earlier. But, uh, you know, that was, that's the way things were. I couldn't have, um, I couldn't have done it earlier because I, I didn't. How about that? See, I had that feeling I should have, I should have done that earlier. That was foolishness as if there was any free will here that did something different than what the one, oneness, the will, the one will, if you will, or may as well call it that. The one will is what's directing everything. It's not really directing everything. It's just all happening spontaneously, but you go against the inevitable and you will be crushed and you will experience suffering, deep suffering. I did. With the seeing that I, what I was, then I could suddenly see myself very clearly in nature. And I didn't have a sense of separation from nature before necessarily, or it was very, it was fairly minimal, but then there was the recognition that I am nature. So there's no possible way that there can be any division. I am, uh, I am everything. And I am no thing also. There's a good BBS program on everything and nothing. And the way that it was discovered here was that I discovered I was nothing and then I discovered I was everything. It's kind of the opposite of the TV show. And I think the opposite of many of you who just had hearts closer to the surface than I did. And um, I'm not embarrassed about, you know, the way things were or who I was. I mean, how could I be? It was just what was happening. Couldn't not happen. This thing had to get basically, had to basically murder itself for 50 years before it could suffer enough to, to wake up.
unfortunately it you know it not don't take this literally but it murdered a bunch of other people too in the process and 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 that, and that's just the way it is i mean i'm very sorry about it but there's nothing i can really do to rectify it i've made amends i've made amends where i could sometimes they were accepted sometimes they weren't they don't have to be accepted but it's good for us to make them and we will do that in the midst of a heart awakening but you're probably not going to do it from the head because the head has still got Fred in the middle of it. When the mind awakens, there's still Fred in the middle of it. When heart awakens, Fred begins to, my God, become a little bit secondary to the rest of the universe. It's not, not secondary, still, still, still right there, but a little bit secondary. And then, and, and it becomes more and more secondary. The, the needs and desires of this being actually being met became less and less important. And I noticed that my, that following the heart awakening, that's when people started to wake up around me. When I talked to them, from 2006 to when I talked to people from 2006 to 2010, it was from the that mind awakening, and I couldn't get through. In 2010, it seemed to me that I was using the same words, but I was coming from a different place. I was speaking with a new intimacy, and if. A new authority. Call a spade a spade, I think. <laughs> and then there came the gut awakening. And for me, the gut awakening, for me, I mean, I've been awake, so to speak, awakeness been functioning through this unit for 15 years. And I would say that the real deep gut awakening came five or six years ago, not long ago. And it, it's grown steadily. It didn't just arrive, finished. It began, I might have gone before that, but I can look back and see that my that confidence and conviction began to grow. And that gut awakening is, is the movement toward absolute conviction. Absolute conviction leaves you in an unshakable place. It doesn't make any difference what the three hottest intellectuals in the world say about you or your teaching. There's just no interest in debating them. They get to say whatever they want, but I'm not going to talk. You know, I'm not going to explain myself or set myself up in, in, in contrary to what they're doing or let them be contrary to me. They get to go do what the hell they want, and I'm doing that same thing but I'm not interested in debate because there is no debating this from conviction. There's just no, I mean, I know Nisikadate used to have a good time with it, but it was just a mental exercise for it. Uh, it was not, and he was, you know, maybe it was a way that he pointed things out for people. But, but over here, there's no interest whatsoever in debate. There's no, there's no, and I, I don't feel, there's not, you know, a, 
big, I got to save the world thing going on over here either. Right. I really just, I, 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 I have gone through periods where I felt that. Um, but I think that they were, I think they were out of place because I didn't know what was good for the world. I still don't, unless this is it possible, huh? This is it possibly. So lastly, we come to the, this gut awakening, which is absolute conviction. I know what, what I call truth is. I know what I am. I'm excuse me. I know who I am, so to speak. I know that I am awakeness, but I don't know what that is. And so I don't really know what I am, and I really don't know what's going on here. And the absence of those two things, then I don't have a clue as to what's happening here, what, what, what's happening in relativity, what's happening in this talk. None of it. This talk, you're hearing this talk as I do. It's coming out this, it's hitting your ears and my ears at virtually the same time. Which is why years ago, this thing became its own teacher. Just why I just watched my videos and that's that was the teacher I could hear the best. And um, so I said, you know, well, it seems to be working. And I, uh, I did not get a teacher, another teacher after that, but I had some people help me early on and I'm very grateful for that. And I would recommend you get yourself to someone to help you early on, doesn't have to be me, but get yourself a teacher and you'll save yourself a lot of uh, time and heartbreak. So, sometimes at the end of a session, Betsy will comment to me and she will set, turn around and she'll say, you are just unbelievable. She said, nobody can throw you. It would have been, you know, like a wild awakening session. So, and she'll say, nobody can throw you. And I just, I remember the first time I looked at her and I said, well, that's because I can't be thrown. And I didn't say that with ego. That was just matter of fact. I can't be thrown. And that's how it is now. And if... Uh, I'm with 60 other non-dual teachers and they say, see things a little differently than I do. I'd say that's perfect because it's that same thing, so to speak, is coming through different conditioning. However, this teaching does have a spin on it. And the spin is that we wake you up first, not last, if we can, hopefully. It's we wake you up first. That's the, I meet people, unawakened beings typically once. Some people I meet more than once, but most unawakened, I will, I will talk to a make unawakened beings once. I can talk to cloudy awakeness after that, but it will still be awakeness. There will be something that's been seen that can't be unseen completely, but you can cloud it up so much that you think it's unseen. And you can think that you lost your connection to oneness and uh, there's nothing outside oneness to lose a connection to oneness. There's only oneness that thinks it's a Fred. There's oneness that thinks it's Fredness and there's oneness that thinks it's Bobness and Susanness. Just the one thing going on. So 
head, heart, and gut. That's my experience. Others may say different things. I'm just trying to be helpful, right? I mean, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm not trying to pass muster with anybody. I'm just trying to be helpful to you. And I share my experience, strength, and hope, as they say in recovery. I come here and I do that same thing with this. And it seems to be working for an awful lot of you. Thanks to everybody for the big success of my latest video, which was the hottest video I ever cut. And um, there's some close runner-ups, but nothing touched it quite. I love you. I love you. We are the same. We are love. With a heart awakening, one comes to experience the world objectively and it's from a very loving place. From this place, there is no option. There's just love. Doesn't mean there's never any irritation. It's like a bug on the windshield. Windshield wipers. Happens. Being grumpy happens. A lot of things happen. But there's nothing that happens so far, who knows, but so far, there's nothing that happens now 